Well, I'm uh, I'm ready to go, actually. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I uh. I heard from that one guy, by the way. The one guy. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh. Well, the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. I'm making luck, it's Dominion. Making Dominion luck podcast. I'm making luck. Making luck. Welcome to Making Luck. Right, do we a already Dominion do podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Adam. Um, I'm Jake. This is Jake. Yeah. Uh, um, and. Hey. What's yeah. up? Yeah, so I think the intro actually went really well this time. Yeah, summer. I was going to say, I thought you did a really good job with it. Yeah. Uh, I, we could probably just keep that one, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I know you were thinking about commissioning a professional singer. Do I have um, to pay you for that? Well, yeah, but um, the... Oh, well, you're just going to win the <laughs> raffle this week, right? It's fine. <laughs> hey, we don't know that. Yeah, oh, really? Um... <laughs> Do we really not know that, Jake? Yeah, so um, if you remember last time on Making Luck, we talked about uh, Adam's uh, Nintendo DS, and who's going to be winning that? In oh, I don't project. own a DS, so that's good. Um, so not anymore, he doesn't. But uh, we are... <laughs> so, um, but we also got into some uh, bread last time. We, we had a kingdom that we were playing. Yeah? It was a pretty interesting one, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I guess. Yeah. Well, you want to read off what the cards were? Okay, we have... Beggar, Gear, Guide, Swindler, Fortress, Salvager, Scavenger, Catacombs, Margrave, Royal Carriage, and Defiled Shrine. Once again, for our audio-only listeners, Beggar, Gear, Guide, Swindler, Fortress, Salvager, Scavenger, Catacombs, Margrave, Royal Carriage, yeah, so I don't, I don't think it really matters. Like, it was really obvious what you do here, right? Yeah, like, I, like you basically just play big money. Like, yeah, I mean, there was no, it. like, yeah, you just basically play Fortress Big Money, and that's how you win this game. So, it's I mean, like, I had a little bit of success throwing in, like, a guide, but, I mean, yeah, I, I probably just got lucky that game. Yeah, I mean, the guide was really bad because it kept missing the shuffle, though, because you never called it. So every time you shuffled your deck, it was on your tavern mat, because you never called the guy. Oh. So it missed the shuffle every well, single time. Well, why would time. you call it? Yeah, I mean, you You, you have to it. discard your hand to do it. Like, I don't Ugh. understand. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Big Money was probably the strongest thing here by a lot, but yeah. it is worth noting there was, some, there was another possibility, right? And this is a kind of a tactical play based on how you're reading the board. Okay. Um, there is the potential to get quite a few villages into your deck if your opponent neglects the split. You can have 14 actions a turn, if I did my math right. Well, you could, I mean, you could get the royal carriages, too. You could oh, more yeah, you could have more than that. And that's like, the village engine that's <coughs> possible here is not to be dismissed Yeah. under any circumstances. Uh, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, uh, royal carriage is pretty good because it always lines up with your village. And, right. And you know, it's always pretty good, so. It, by the time that the big money player is able to buy a province, he does need to accept that his opponent is going to have three or four times as many actions to spend per turn as he does. Yeah. And he's just going to need to be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, as I say often, like, usually the player that plays more action cards wins the game. Yeah, right. And, uh, I mean, that's... I mean, I, I had some success with big money... Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm more of a big money player, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, big money is usually how you win this game, right? I know people that have never lost a game playing just big money. 
Wow. Yeah. Man. I wish I knew some people. But the, uh, yeah, so the, the, the moral of this kingdom really is that you need to be careful, right? Um, you need to be careful when you're playing Dominion, and you need to be careful just in your life. Yeah, I would yeah. say I would say that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, here here on Making Luck, uh, a philosophy podcast. Yeah, we're breaking the boundaries of Dominion. Yeah, and we're really trying to get more into like general life advice. And and I think definitely, I think if you if you just go back and re-listen to a lot of the episodes and think of it like, you know, just not only in the context of Dominion, but in the context of just like living your life. Yeah, um, you're gonna find uh, some hidden gems that that are in there that it's like. Wow, what have I been doing, you know? Yeah, definitely. You can kind of, like, what, when we're talking about, like, what cycling is and the role that CHAG has on a board, you could be thinking about, like, how you can apply that to your career or um, yeah. what kind of education you should pursue in the future. You want to be or cycling through your career. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so that you can get to the end of it and be dead. When you're, when you're um, in your education. <laughs> yeah. So when, when you're in your education, you want to find just that perfect sea hag to spend the rest of your life with. You know yeah. I mean? The perfect sea hag. That's, that's what I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, one day maybe, um, I'll, uh, see a hag of, all right. So, that was good. Um, yeah, yeah I, my girlfriend will be listening to this podcast. Hey, so, um, Hey, what's up? How, how you doing? Yeah. Hey. So, um, Today we have a really special episode. We're gonna yeah, it's a it's a bonus episode. Remember, yeah. like this, I I forgot. Like we just need to have a straight up celebration. Like this is a bonus episode. Like yeah. this is way better than a normal episode. I mean, just trying. I mean, I I had a great time at the Tough Mudder. I'm throwing glitter, by the way. I, are you gonna clean that up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I ask? Yeah. So. so. So oh, by I mean, the way, I, I won timing. Adam's DS. I won Adam's Nintendo DS. It's I just threw the raffle. It's It's a 3DS. You don't even know what it is. And you're like, I'm just going to take Adam's stuff. Yeah. No. But anyway, like, I had a great time at the Tough Mudder. Uh, it was exhausting. I was sore. Um, electroshock therapy is stupid. So, like, par for the course. Right. Uh, we, we did okay. Um, when the professional pictures come out, I might throw one on the podcast just so you don't think I was faking. Like, I was actually right. there. I had a terrible time flying back. It sprinkled in Dallas, so we sat on the runway for two hours. I'm still a little salty about it. But the important thing is this is a bonus episode. Yeah. So, like, yeah, bonus episode! This Woo! is 1,000% more Dominion commentary than our usual episodes. This is the best it's a episode. Bonus. Yeah. I think this is the best episode. We, well, we're not even done with it, and it's the best one we've ever done. And one of the things that it makes it so good is that we are actually pulling out all the stops. We're going into the Dominion Vault of strategy because there oh, are like the a few. Yeah, exactly okay. like that. Yeah. Like the, like how you always buy it. Um, there plus are gold equals province. Right. Yeah. There are a few tips that seem to go unspoken in the Dominion community. I think. I think that there there are some principles that separate your above-average Dominion player from your other above-average Dominion player who's playing a bunch of actions. And we're going to get yeah. into those today and tell you really how to up your game definitively in a few simple tips. Yeah, like, I, when I was trying to think of things, like, for like for the theme of this episode, and I was going back, like, through my notes and stuff, I was just trying to think to myself, like, how am I winning games where other people aren't winning games? Like, yeah. I, I'm not reading about this stuff on the internet, I'm not... I'm not hearing people talk about it, like, right. but I'm still winning games with this stuff. Yeah. And, like, I, 
I figured a bonus episode is probably the best time for me to just like lay this solid gold out for you. I'm, I mean, yeah, I guess I right. shouldn't. I should be a little more humble. Yeah, well, I mean, solid silver out for you. The point of this podcast is that every one of you is going to come away with it, with the knowledge to become the world champion by the end of the week. That's right. Every single one of you is going to become the world champion of Dominion by the end of the week, as long as you can apply the principles that we're going to talk about today to your games of Dominion. Um, okay. I mean, that's that seems pretty ambitious. I'd like to think we have more than one listener. What? We do? <laughs> wait, wait, oh my god, we... what have I been saying this whole time? Wait, we... I think... People are listening to this? I think, I think so. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast... Hey, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, you thought we were just like getting in my yeah. basement and talking and stuff? I thought we were jamming out, man. I mean, we still are. We can jam out. <laughs> we can bonus jam out. This is a bonus episode. Oh god, I should probably stop saying such stupid crap all the time. Um, <laughs> That's fine. So... Don't worry about it. So uh, we had a few... We don't have a unifying theme for these tips, except that they help you win games of Dominion, except that these are um, the things that... Yeah, these are the difference between somebody who has a Glico rating of, what, 40 versus your average 30 pleb. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to say 55. 55, yeah. Actually, that's my current Glico rating as of when I left. I don't know what mine is. Yours is like... I think I've looked up yours. It's like... You don't play ranked, so and it yeah. decays over time, so yours is, like, ridiculously low. Yeah? Because you never play ranked. World champion right here. Yeah. I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, if you ever play ranked, you're going to get into some of the best matches ever, because you're going to be at people who are, like, 23. It's going to be cool. Yeah. I should video that business. Yeah. Actually, but, like, by that time, I, I, I think I'm going to start playing ranked when they implement the ban list. Like, your personal ban list. Oh, yeah? Because the idea is, like, I can ban cards that have bugs or that I don't like, right? Yeah, right. So, I, I would probably play rated at that point, just yeah. instead of cash with the bots. But uh, by that point, I'm going to probably have a kid that's, like, crying all the time and I'll have to leave a lot of games Look, that I'm way. not going to cry all the time, <laughs> all right? So, yeah, and, like, I kind of enjoy playing ranked, not because it's ranked, but because it's the first thing that comes up when you click join match. It just happens to be ranked. But, oh, I click on the buttons that um, say one bot. Ah. And those yeah. are unranked. <laughs> so, um, what, what's the first tip we wanted to get into? I know that you had a few really key synergies that you feel like a lot of people miss. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the the first one, actually, this this one's more of a thematic connection, but like... I mean, if you ignore theme, like, you're just going to lose games because of that, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, so, so like, I, I feel like, and this is this is probably my favorite thematic connection. So, like, let's say you take Faithful Hound and you put Lost Arts on it. Yeah, right. They become labs. Definitely. And, yeah. like, Faithful Hound is a dog and Lab is a dog, right? Labrador. Okay. Isn't that amazing? You've got me, yeah. And, like, yeah, so. that's, I, I mean, I just think that's so cool. And it's also, like, broken, but... Oh, totally. Um, yeah, and, like, the other thing about labs is that putting your Lost Arts token on Smithy is, if you do the math, it's exactly two labs. Right? Okay. Smithy costs six, and Lost four. Arts costs four, and labs <laughs> yeah, okay. cost five uh, each. 
Oh yeah, so, so spending ten and the two same buys, thi- and, the, and the results the same too. So when you yeah. see those two interactions, you can kind of equate them, right? And that those mental shortcuts are how you save time and energy and brain power efficiency is how you become the world champion of Dominion next week. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be thinking about. I remember when I became world champion, like I was thinking about a lot of stuff, right? You know, and he was like, "What am I going to eat later?" I mean that was um, that was on there. Uh, I don't. It's hot in here. Uh, well, it was really cold, but it's not hot in here. Yeah, it was that. the The funny thing is, like the 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 tournament is on Sunday, and like yeah. they have this rule at Gen Con. They call it the one two three rule. Okay, where like you every day you're supposed to take at least one shower, eat at least two meals, and get at least three hours of sleep. And oh, some people so do one. I two, thought you five. meant the, the the Dominion League. That was their rule. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> this is just a general life rule. Again, how Dominion applies to your life. Uh, well, I mean, I can't speak to the Dominion League anymore. Uh, well, that's that's for another episode. Uh, but. Uh, I mean, in an online tournament, it's probably best if you shower before your matches, yeah. even if you're playing online. In most contexts in life, it's best to shower first, I'd say, right? Wow, this, like, yet again, we're, we're like, yeah. throwing down advice for not only Dominion, but for, also for all of life. Yeah. This is man, amazing. For how smart I am, you'd think I'd be more successful. But <laughs> the, um... So this Longstart <laughs> Smithy thing, so if you bought yeah. another Smithy, would that be like gaining a lab? No, no. Oh. Definitely not. Oh. But lots of things are. So, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, like playing a messenger. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, playing a messenger is a lot like it, because when you think about uh, playing a lab, you're, you're moving cards around, right? Like, yeah. you're getting the cards into your hand, and then they go into your discard pile. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and putting them into your discard pile directly, that's just cutting the middleman. Yeah. So, yeah. No, messengers... So it's actually better. Yeah, playing a messenger, it's like gaining, like, divide your deck by two, you gain that many labs. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Wait, what if that's more than ten labs? You uh, still gain them, right? Yeah, then they're not, I mean, you, you gain more labs than it was possible to gain, right? So Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that reminds me, there's, there's a couple of tricks that I've been uh, actually using when I play IRL. Okay. Uh, there's this one cool trick with, like, um, it, it revolves around alms and potion cost cards, because, like... I see a lot of people oh, say, like, you oh, you can't, or have you, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, like, you're supposedly not allowed to gain potion cost cards with yeah. alms. Right. But uh, what you can do, which I don't know why any, anyone else has not thought of this already, uh, but yeah. you, can, you can get the alms and then play your potion. So, like, if I wanted to get a golem, I could get the alms, then play the potion, because I have to have no treasures in play when I get the alms. Okay. Then I've got four potion, I can get the golem. Right. All right. So it's pretty good. You run into an interesting situation there where some people will point out that you bought something, so you're outside of the phase where you can play treasures. If somebody says that... No, it's all the buy phase. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. So here's here's another trick. See, the thing is, you don't have to be right. You just have to be confident. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if your opponent lets you do it, then, I mean, go for it. I mean, I'm the world champion (laughs) of IRL playing cards. Yeah. I, I know how to get things done if you're catching what I'm throwing. Yeah, but, actually, so I've had this conversation um, with some of my other gamer friends. It's really interesting, kind of a philosophical difference between board games we're and We're getting video games. into life again. Well, here. yeah, and this one's into gaming in particular. Like, if you 
ignore a rule in a video game, the video game just doesn't let you do the thing you're trying to do. Mm. But if you um, ignore or misunderstand a rule in a board game, for the purpose of your entire experience, that rule doesn't exist. So... Um, yeah. yeah, it's kind like, like gaming. when we played Pandemic Legacy for those first few months. Hey, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine, it's fine. Once we discovered the rule, we won, I think, what, we're on seven months in a row? Yeah, May, right. June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, seven months in a row. We're we got there. wrecked for, like, three games. Because Four games. I didn't, yeah, because I didn't read the rule book. <laughs> I'm surprised we won the first two months yeah. playing that way, yeah. to be honest. Uh, we're not going to give you any spoilers, just know that we made it, like, Ten times as hard as it needed to be. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, so like, yeah. Back to this alms thing. So yeah. there's a way you can extend that trick that I've actually pulled off before. Okay. So like, let's say you want to buy an apothecary and you've got a potion in your hand. Yeah. If traveling fare is on the board, then you can alms. Okay. Now you have four. Get the traveling fare. You get another buy. Spend the buy with your potion on the apothecary. Top deck it, and you still have a buy left over. You can get another alms. I don't and so you can repeat the process. Since you now you've got the potion in play, you can reuse the potion if they're not paying attention. You can empty the apothecary pile on top of your deck. Oh. Infinite combo. So I didn't understand any of what you were talking about, but he sounds so confident. I'm just going to let him do it. Yeah, right? it's pretty he good. Sa- like I have, there's no doubt in my mind that what he's doing is legal. Yeah, so like uh, that's if you really want to win the apothecary split, like that's probably the way to go. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Because I didn't understand any of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... It's, just, it's right there in the rules. Or you can just read the cards. It's on the cards. It's yeah. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, we, um, we wanted to get into a card as well that is most of the time pretty weak, but has one particular synergy that kind of makes it a little bit game-breaking. And that's sure. Leprechaun. Right? Oh yes, like, leprechauns normally garbage. Tell you right? how many? Yeah, like I can't you basically tell you gain you gain a stop card into your deck, right? Yeah, like yellow That's... equals purple, and it gains a yellow card. So yeah, it's real bad. It doesn't draw you any cards. Yeah. It hexes you. It doesn't give you actions. And like, what <laughs> do you even you? do? How do you feel about hexes, Jake? I they're a great mechanic, but oh. um, <laughs> they they yeah, but but it has one saving grace, right? So, yeah, like, I can't tell you how many games I've won on this. Like, people, do, they just don't see it coming. It's amazing. Yeah. What's the one card that really enables Leprechaun? So, uh, it's Phaedom. Okay. And and hear me out on this, because, like, first of all, you can get wishes with Leprechaun, and you can, yeah. you can just wish for silver. So, like, that's obvious, And right? the wishes are, are not a limiting component because they're not a supply pile, right? Like once They go back to the pile, right. So yeah. you can keep playing Leprechauns, keep getting wishes, and keep wishing for silver. So there is literally no limit at all on the amount of silvers that you can put into your deck with Leprechaun. Yeah, I mean, it is... It does gain the silver to your hand, which is a stop card, so that's a little annoying, Ugh. but it's powerful enough it's that that doesn't like, matter. It's kind of like no. reducing your hand size by one, right? Yeah, it's basically like, the same thing, right? Yeah. So, uh, so there, there is had, that, but had, it's still You had this so action good. in your hand, and now you have a treasure. Yeah, and those are just way worse. Right. But, um, the other thing, now this is, this is the part, I mean, obviously, you look at the wish, and you're like, oh, I can wish for silver, duh. I mean, that's what everyone thinks. Yeah, Some right. people think that you can wish for gold, and Leprechaun, but Leprechaun gains you the gold, so that's not as good. Yeah, you want but, the golds and the silvers, why would you gain the thing that Leprechaun's already gaining you? Yeah. You idiot. That's just no, <laughs> it's just no good. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, obviously, that doesn't make any sense. But, uh, here's, <clears throat> here's the part that people don't get. Okay. So, um... 
you can play Leprechaun, and it, one of the hexes can actually turn your gold into a silver, which is oh. a huge upgrade. Yeah. So, like, this is this is a huge deal, and, like, you can just get so many silver. Yeah, we're talking about Locust, right? I think it's Locust. Yeah. Where right. you, like, trash it and then gain a cheaper card with the same type. Yeah, and the other it's thing... Pretty so, Locust sometimes um, it accidentally gives you curses instead, but, like, you're playing Leprechaun all the time. You clearly don't care about what's in your deck anyway. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you probably don't care about the curses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you bought a Leprechaun in the first place. Like, yeah, well... You could wish for Leprechaun, but... I mean that's kind of dumb. You, you probably just want that to that opens up an infinite loop too. You don't. I mean yeah. that's just there's it. like the, then you just keep on wishing for leprechauns and gaining wishes and lep- wishing for more leprechauns and the game's just over. Yeah, and and it's kind of I mean it's it's a little bit degenerate, so I don't like to win that way. Yeah, but also like whoever gets there first usually gets it. But I mean they but they don't see the hex gold into silver thing. Yeah. So it, it takes that downside, kind of turns it into an upside. It is really good. I try not to see it most of the time, actually. <laughs> yeah, I bet not. Yeah, so um, we're going to transition into a different card that uh, I think most of us know is pretty much never ignorable. Like, you see this on a kingdom, and you know your strategy is going to center around it. You just don't know how yet. How are you going to support it? And that's yeah. Coin of the Realm. Yeah, it's such a good card. Yeah, so... W- I don't think people really understand exactly conceptually what is so good about it. Yeah, like I mean, you can you can play it and you can just do what it does, and it's like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. But like, if you look at it from a couple different angles, you can start to understand the why instead of just understanding the what. You got to get the angles. Well, I mean, not everyone has the same mental model of the game, right? Right. So, I mean, the more different ways you can look at it, the more likely it is you're going to find something that clicks for you. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm, we have multiple listeners of this podcast, allegedly. Hey, holla. Holla at us. Just, yeah. But, this is news to me, but yeah. But each um, of them could have a different way of viewing it. So, like, you want to look at the angles and, and focus down on, like, what is the why instead of why is the what. You know what I mean? Exactly. And... The way we start with this is to talk about something completely irrelevant. So, Thinning Coppers is really good, right? We know that. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's the most powerful thing you can be doing in the game, and Thinning Coppers is generally the driving force behind all of your buys at every phase in the game. But, Thinning Coppers is hard. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't just, like, do it. put a copper in the trash, right? Yeah. You can't just do it. Unless you're... Like, you know, doing Adam's thing where he just does things when people aren't looking. Yeah, but even then, that's one of the harder things to do. Yeah, because they can look at the trash and I mean, like, the, why is there copper in there? You heard the dog. She noticed. Yeah. So, like, the, if, if my dog notices, oh boy, so she's not very smart. You need to, first you need to get a thinner, uh, mm-hmm. and then you need to be able to play it, and most of them are terminal, so, like, if you want to be able to thin multiple coppers a turn, yeah. um, you're going to need a village, right? Ugh. And, like, <laughs> if you... I'd rather you do... be spending my actions on other things. Exactly. Like, buying more villages. Just, but, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, then you, you run into this weird situation where you don't want to deal with all that because it's annoying. Yeah. And then your opponent's thinning two coppers a turn, and you're like, oh, how did this happen again? Yeah. I just, I'm so tired of losing games that way. Yeah. But, like, that never happens with Coin of the Realm, right? Exactly, because Coin of the Realm is a copper that yeah. thins itself. Yeah. It's, like, baked in. It's so good. Yeah. Like, thinning coppers being the most powerful effect, Coin of the Realm is the most powerful card. 
pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 10. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the, yeah, the copper, it thins itself. That's that's clearly OP. I think, um, I think actually, I was I actually had this in my notes. Maybe we'll touch on this and sure. we'll come back to this. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's the obvious synergy between uh, Counting House, right, and uh, and Coppersmith. And sure. I, I hear a lot of people out there saying, "Oh, that doesn't work." Well, just read the cards. Counting House puts a lot of coppers in your hand. Coppersmith makes the coppers worth more. Of course, you want this, and so they'll tell you like. Oh, but you need a village, and you need to do it. You need to have your village at the bottom of the shuffle. And, like, with Coin of the Realm, that's not a problem, right? Yeah, because you've got this copper. Yeah. That, although... So you can just play the copper deck, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's right there. It's just the copper deck, and you play it, and it's amazing. Yeah, like, if I ever walk over to a game of Dominion, and I see that one of the players has, like, seven or eight Coins of the Realm out on his tavern mat... I immediately just break up the game right then and there. I say, hey, look, it's obvious that this is over. You guys are wasting your time. Even if I'm not playing, I say, guys, this game is over. He's got the coins of the realm. I'm sorry. You had your chance. I mean, I guess they should have played better is really what it comes down to. They really should have. And they don't deserve to play Dominion anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you really have to, at a certain point, if you don't see stuff like that, you have to question if you're ever going to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily for our listeners, they have this podcast, and yeah. we're, we're going to tell them about it. But Sure. Um, you know, for Whether all they want us to or not. Yeah. yeah. But, but, like, if you don't, I don't know what you're going to do, man. Yeah. I like, just don't get it. Not everyone can afford an iPhone, and you haven't been able to listen to podcasts without an iPhone since, like, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... <laughs> I was just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, so... so yeah, so like um thinning thinning copper uh it's pretty good and I think there was like um there's like another card out there that thins coppers that I think is pretty underrated too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about loan, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, so loan is not the self-synergistic powerhouse that we see in Coin of the Realm. Yeah, it doesn't right? have the letter E, but uh we'll we'll get to that later. Oh yeah, yeah. That, we can't we can't not talk about that. But yeah. So obviously, it's not Queen of the Realm tier, okay? Yeah, but it's still. I mean, okay just sometimes. look at the name, right? I mean, Realm the. They both have. Any, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Please continue. Yeah. Loan doesn't have any ease, but it's still okay sometimes. Maybe buy it, right? Like maybe you think, okay, this might be okay. We all make mistakes. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And what pair is best with loan? Uh, so I think the biggest loan synergy out there <clears throat> is probably market. So, so hear me out. Okay, I had a different answer. Yeah. Hear yours. Well, let me let yeah. me explain mine, right. and then we'll we'll hear yours, and then I'll tell you why it's not as good as market. Okay. So, so market has. I mean, market is a good card. I think we can all agree that market is a good card. Yeah, it gives you uh, a buy, and it draws you a card and a coin. And if you drew a card and got a coin, and assuming that you were going to be drawing a copper instead of uh, whatever the coin was, it's like you played a lab, right? It's basically a lab, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like gaining a lab. Right. Yeah. Gaining a market is, sure. Playing a market and gaining a market, gaining, it's like playing in a gained lab. Yeah, from the discard pile. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah, market, it's a good card, and I don't think anyone would tell you that, like, market is a bad card. I don't think anyone would tell you that, like, putting a market in a deck is going to make it worse. 
But it yeah. does have a couple of issues that you kind of have to play around and deal with, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, uh, market has that plus one dollar on it, which, I mean, eventually... I mean, obviously, whenever you have a card that says that, you have to take a copper from the supply and put it in your hand, because that's how you get the dollar, right? That's yeah. how you know you have it. So, right. yeah, uh, you Otherwise, know, you wouldn't be able to keep track. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're gaining all these coppers, and it also gives you the plus buy. Okay. And since you have to spend all your buys every turn, yeah, then, like, your you're, you're going to end up picking up a lot of coppers that way, too. Yeah. So, like, it's this deluge <clears throat> of coppers, but loan kind of helps you deal with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like it's like a copper, only it, it helps you with the coppers. So like it's it's the other side of the copper deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's two sides of the same coin, and those coins are giving you one money. And are, are they coins of the realm? No, if coin okay, of the realms out, you just zero in on the coins of the realm. Yeah, that was. You only I'm sorry. pick up markets that was stupid. so you can I get extra ones. I should have okay. said that. Um, I apologize. We'll edit this out. Okay. Um, and uh, so. I, I have a different answer for what's going to be best All right, let's hear the garbage. And so the answer, I think, is obvious to the pro players, right? But don't yeah. worry if you didn't get this immediately. If, if I said loan and this didn't pop into your head, you're not where you need to be as a player, but we all start somewhere. Yeah. Um, so the thing that synergizes with loan is other trashing. Because you, you can need... trash the loan? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No. Okay. You need to trash... So, like... You play the loan, and then you get the dollar, and then you have to do this other thing. But you trash all the coppers out of your deck and don't get any other treasures. Loan's the only treasure in your deck. You get to play the loan and get the money from it every turn with no downside. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's one of the most powerful interactions in Dominion. The, you know, I think that's good probably for and the same life. reason that... Well, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's probably good for the same reason as, like, Leprechaun Fadum was good, right? Yeah. Because you're mitigating the downside by turning it into an upside, you know? Yeah. So, Which like, is... there's this overpowered card out there that has just this minor downside, but if you turn the bad into a good, now you have overpowered plus. Yeah, and that's how you should handle most situations in life. Yeah, it's yeah. like when life gives you lemons, you, you smack it in the face. Yeah, and then you and get say, coppers. And, yeah, because yeah. that's what I asked for. Don't give me these stupid lemons, life. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Bet. Yeah. So, so, so okay, I teased this before, mm -hmm. and I feel like you're ready to move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I, I teased this before, and uh, I I have to say this this is, I mean, I was saving this for kind of the, the wow factor. Sure. Um it's one of the most influential aspects, I think, of turning a good player into a different good player. Yeah. It's like, I think this is what made me think about Dominion the most differently. Once, once I realized that this was a thing, I just, it just made everything look different to me. So, yeah. like, there's, there's this concept of, of cards with the letter E. And, okay. uh... You know, a lot of a lot of cards have the letter E in the title, or maybe it's in the text. Smithy. Uh, no. Oh, no, that's not it. Okay, <laughs> it has to be the letter E. Okay. So uh, like, we gotta do we gotta do the phonics here, not not the. I should read cards more, but yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't. You can kind of remember what I said before. You can just kind of put the cards down, and if your opponent believes you, yeah, fine, remember. But yeah. but let's say you're not good at that. Let's say your poker face is is not as good. Sure. There, I, I found that like a lot of uh, really good card combos out there are really just sets of multiple cards that have the letter E in them. Yeah, chaining E's. Yeah. So like it, it, your whole turn, you're just kind of going, yee! Yee! 
through your deck. Yeah. Yeah. No, and eventually your opponent asks you to stop, and you don't. Yeah, and then they resign, and it's got an E in it, and it's, <laughs> just, it's, it's a it's a perfect bow on that. But yeah, I mean, obviously Jake's been doing this a little longer because his, his, his E is much better than mine. I mean, listen to this; it's so good. I mean, I can't compete with that, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> that was that was good. Yeah, uh, so I'm not going to try and compete with that. But like, you you, know, you just you're looking at you're looking at cards like Hermit Market Square, like. Hermit has Herman. an E. Market Square has Market like, Square. multiple E's. Ah. And, like, obviously, I mean, these oh cards are God, good on right. their own, but, like, you put them together, and holy crap, like, this is broken, right? It becomes this, this really combo deck. So, like, Man. gone are the days, ten years ago, when we were playing, like, Smithy with coins, where yeah. without, without using the letter E. Like, that's just kind of obsolete at this point. Yeah, like the old cops, the silves, and the gold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the old the old cops the like those those cards. I mean, there there's this new method of thinking that that some people are kind of they're kind of on the right track where they're like, yeah, these cards are bad, right? Yeah, the, the basic treasures they're bad, and you never want to put them in any deck. But like, I've never I have I really haven't seen anyone talk about like why that's the case and, and yeah. how they can apply it to other cards and then also you know the rest of their life is what it's, we've been doing. It's kind of a global impact on all of Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. But global impact doesn't have an E in it. So we need to we need to find something better. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But like I mean, this just changed the way I looked at every single card. Because now when I look at a card, I'm looking for the letter E. I'm really how many E's can you get into your deck by turn three? Turn three with an Uh, E. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because there's like the first turn and then there's turn two. Yeah, but then finally, turn three is the first is the, is the one first you, one that's got an E in it, so. and it's the first one where you could have cards in your hand that have E's in them, other uh, than a state and copper. Yeah, other than a state and copper. That's which, a good point. Which, like, I mean, both of those cards have E's in them, so like, obviously, you're going to start with a pretty good deck, but you know, you want to have the the more variety of E's. Yeah, this is this is pretty groundbreaking for me. So, like, yeah, Adam's um, crying right now, actually. Well, I mean, I am putting in eye drops because my eyes are a little dry. Yeah. But, like... That's his excuse. I, I did write an article about this a couple months ago. And, did and I, I didn't uh, I didn't put it in... I sent it to you on Facebook. Right. I think I sent it to your girlfriend on Facebook, too. What and, are you doing with my girlfriend? I mean, you were in that thread. <laughs> yeah. I sent her this article about the letter E. And, like, it's just really clear that, that the three of us have just become way better at Dominion than anyone else. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, don't sleep e? on that. Yeah. Um, Pretty good. Like, something like Catacombs, it doesn't really have a place in your deck. Yeah, right? like, why Why did you bother? It's Yeah. It's kind of dumb, sorry. Yeah, so, um, we also, th- this one's almost a little bit of trivia, but it's also a really important interaction, um, and that's between Lurker and Necromancer. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Did you know that Lurker was actually misprinted? It actually wasn't supposed to be able to be included in any game that didn't have Necromancer because Donald X designed Lurker specifically so that you could gain the zombies... Are are you allowed to say this? I hope. So that you could gain the zombies (laughs) out of the trash. No, don't don't say this. This is tough secret, Necromancer. No, look, we're going to link a quote that proves this. Right, yeah, we're I, gonna link Donald. Saying, I know this is true, but this I can't. 
I don't want him getting mad at me because we're just, releasing this info. You just edit this out. Um, I'm and not going to do that. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, so like, nobody's listening. So, um, he, <laughs> okay, you got yeah. it. So, like, Lurker can actually gain the zombies out of the trash, and that is the most powerful thing it's ever going to do. And so that's the because only that's, good thing it's ever going to do. But. That's all it was intended to do. Yeah. yeah, he forgot to even release Necromancer in that set. Yeah, like it was uh it was that weird uh second editions thing and it yeah. was like, Oh crap, we wanna replace we wanted to replace some of the blank cards yeah. with that, but then the artwork didn't come in on time or something. I don't right. know. It, it was yeah. this weird thing. Instead of silver we were supposed to have necromancer for second edition, but yeah. Every game was supposed to have that instead. I mean the update packs were fine, but there yeah. were some issues with the the box set second edition. Yeah. And that's why uh when I went to that Barnes and Noble the other day uh, I I went to their board game section because you know I I do this while my wife is looking at whatever book she's looking at. Right. Uh, they had a Dominion First Edition, do. and then behind that Dominion First Edition, they had a second edition. Huh. So like they wanted to sell the first edition <laughs> first, and like it was not any cheaper than the second edition. That's pretty I, amazing. I switched them. Yeah, I'm a rebel. Yeah, I'm a f- rebel. You can edit that out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe bleep it loudly. Um, <laughs> I never do that. <laughs> yeah, so um, the this one is actually a card a lot of people have questions about. And yeah. um, for rightfully so, Procession. It's a card that is kind of tricky, right? It's it's tough. We should probably do an episode on it. Yeah, um, or we could just talk about it right here. Procession's a card. A lot of lo- people, they look at this card. They say... Nah, TLDR. Yeah, I can't. I can't do this. I can't. I can't deal with this. This is beyond me. <laughs> this is dumb. Um, and they're right. Yeah. And I'm gonna flip this around. All right. Okay. Another player looks at tactician and says, "That card's amazing." He's also right. Yeah. Because whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You know what I always say. Well, I mean, there's if it feels good, do it, and then there's you make your own chunk of luck. But another thing I always say is, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. He said that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, so it's a lot like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like beggar and tactician, like just like you said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, beggar. Yep. Yeah, beggar gains you a lot of coppers too. Yeah, actually, if you think about it, it's an okay card, and that's good because you can thin them. Yeah, it's like it's it's a lot like it's a lot like market. Only it's not as good because it yeah. only costs two. So uh, let's talk about cards that have been straight up replaced by other cards. Uh, yeah, yeah. Replace. Uh, uh, uh. So Margrave, right? Oh yeah. Like, why would you play with Margrave ever at all when Tragic Hero exists? Yeah, like Margrave just doesn't have the option of upgrading itself into a treasure card like yeah. Tragic Hero does. I mean, you have to jump through a little bit of a hoop, but yeah, like, so it's like kind of amazing. You think about Margrave and you play, or you think about Tragic Hero um, and you play it, and you're like, oh, right, I'm going to get to this amazing benefit of upgrading into a treasure. And then you're like, oh, now I have four cards in my hand because that's down. You draw three, and then you only have seven, and you can't. Yeah, like you read the card and you're like, oh, five plus three is eight. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then, like, you get screwed. And I don't know how it happens. It's some kind of weird math trick. Because five plus three is eight. I know this. Yeah. And then somehow I play my Tragic Hero and I don't have eight cards in my hand. Yeah. It's really weird and I haven't figured it out. 
Um, I'm definitely not stealing a card from your hand while you're drawing your cards. Yeah, I don't think you're doing that, because we haven't played with alms in a while. Yeah. But, he, yes. he doesn't know some of my other tricks that don't have to do with alms. Uh, just just message me if you're interested. I don't want to tell Jake for obvious reasons, but, like, uh, you know, upon request, message me. Adam at adamhorton.com. Hit me up. What's that? Nothing. Keep, continue. Yeah, no, so, like... The, that's the thing, is that Tragic Hero upgrading itself into a treasure is one of the most powerful interactions in Dominion, I'd say. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's probably one of the most powerful, like, self-synergy. Well, it doesn't have to be self-synergy. If it has involve, the letter E. If you involve Phaedum... But Phaedum has self-synergy, too. And right. Phaedum also has the letter E. But, but Tragic Hero, bear with me... Tragic Hero, you could turn it into a silver, powering your Phaedon points engine. Which has which has the letter E. I'm still with you, man. Okay, alright. Yeah. I mean, obvi- I mean, okay, obviously this is really good. I'm just trying to, to crack open the, the layers of, like, why this is good. Yeah. Right, because it's the like letter E. Like an onion. E. Just like, yeah, but onion doesn't have the letter E, so. Crap. Yeah, it's, it's okay. One day right. you'll be as good as me. Yeah. It's okay. Mm, that's delicious. I love cake. Yeah. So, uh, one other card I definitely wanted to address because I see it misplayed all the time. I'm going to call this card under-optimized, right? Okay. And that's Tactician. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a trick to Tactician. There, it's pretty easy to know how to play a Tactician deck. Um, obviously, you go for... Some people call it the double tactician deck. I think that's a misnomer because you probably want more than two. Yeah. You want to play a tactician every turn. Right. Then you have this drawback of discarding cards. So how do you enable that deck? It's easy. And I do it all the time without even thinking about it. Even in games that don't have tactician, I end up doing this. You make your deck so bad that you play your tactician and you have a hand of cards you don't mind discarding. Yeah. And that's how you enable tactician. Yeah. I mean that's uh, I mean that's clearly OP. Um, you've you, you kind of do need more than two tacticians because yeah, um, well, as you said, it's really important to play a tactician every turn. And if you draw a tactician and another tactician, that's fine because you can only play one action a turn, so you don't mind discarding that tactician. Yeah, it's fine. Like, and then if you had played a tactician on the previous turn, you'll have yeah. an extra action, so you could potentially play even two if you get lucky. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if you put one in your hand with gear and then put it into your hand whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, uh, Haven also works the same way. Yeah, Haven um, or Cheating. Uh, well, um, dang it. Uh, yeah, okay. This, uh, you, okay, you figured this one out. Dang oh, it, I can't that use this one doing... anymore. I can't use this one anymore. Uh-huh. This is, that sucks. Yeah. Man, that was really good, too. Yeah, he's gonna have to come up with some new uh, new tricks. It's okay. I have I have a few a few left. Yeah, so um, I think that probably the most important thing that you should take from this podcast and the tip that will really carry your Dominion play to the next level is. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the. The fact that more people don't know this, it's kind of weird. It's 
It's almost like Donald doesn't really want us talking about... I mean... We've already... I mean, we've already, like, spilled enough secrets that I don't think it matters. Yeah, yeah, no. But it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you can't do anything to me I haven't already done to myself. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I, I saw... So I feel like we got through all of the uh, all of the meat that I had. I mean, yeah. this is probably... I mean, it's a bonus episode, obviously. It's going to be great, but... Right. Like, this has exceeded my expectations, but... Yeah, it really... Gets me in the mood for some... Some some more bread. Some bread. So, uh, as always, we're going to have a kingdom that we're going to be playing with over the next week and doing a little bit of a, a report on how it went. Yeah. Um, and so we encourage you guys to do the same and play with this kingdom as well. So, um, yeah, so, like, there was... Uh, I think it was uh, Chapel, yeah. right? Chapel. And, uh, village. Uh, village and Market Village. <laughs> yeah, uh, King's Court. King's and Court. King's uh, Triumphal uh, Bandit Village. Worker. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, v- Village, Village of the Realm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think Duplicate. Wandering Winder. Wandering Winder. And uh, uh, Gold. <laughs> um, yeah, with, with Gold. And, oh, uh, uh, the Trash Randomizer that comes in the first edition base set. Yeah, before they give you the mat. Right. You can't, you can't play with the second edition. Yeah. And then I think it was, um, um, what else was it? What did we have? Um, there was... Uh, oh, Village? Black, Black Market. Village. Um, Bishop. And Village. And village, Vill- yeah, too. Village. Yeah, yeah. I think, was that ten? I think we need one um, more. Yeah. Um, oh, Ruin Village. Ruined... Ruin Village. Market Village, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so clearly, uh, I mean, this is huge engine, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you could you could potentially build, play like, this, uh, this big cycling engine. Yeah, I mean, like, so if all of your cards draw a card, then it's like your deck has infinite slots. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, you could draw as many silvers as you can get your hands on, which because we had Fatum in the kingdom is amazing. Yeah. Wait, we had Fatum. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it changes a little bit, but I'm still gonna build the cycling engine. Okay, yeah, so you can discard the Fatums and gain a gold. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so, okay. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing this one. It seems seems really good. Yeah, I think the better player is going to win the game, right? Pretty much 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, Unlike that boring crap we had last time that was... Yeah, where it was yeah. just Fortress Big Money. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we thought we put a good one in for you this time. Yeah, so, um, I have fun with this because now the kingdom's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and as always, thanks for listening. Uh, we, we appreciate it, especially this bonus episode. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely. sorry we couldn't have it out normal, but, like, uh, I think it was worth it, right? Yeah. And and that's really what I wanted. I wanted to make this worth it for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Man, can you believe that we actually got to talk about... No, I, I still don't believe it. <laughs> God. The, the dog is needy and concerned. She probably didn't know. Come here, pup. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's about it. Until next yeah. time on uh, Making Luck, a Dominion podcast. A Dominion podcast. And I'll see ya.
you're scaring the dog. Yes! World <laughs> champion! That's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. Lexi is so annoyed. And that's why I win. Booyah! <laughs>